welcome back to XMY Podcast. Hi guys, it's your host Paul. And your host Katie. Um, welcome to episode six. If you haven't listened to our other episodes, make sure you're giving us a listen. We're available almost on every platform, but you already know that because you're listening. <laughs> right now you're listening. Um, make sure you're also following our Instagram for the most up-to-date information at XY Podcast. And if you want to contact us, chat, want some advice, anything, anything really, send us a meme or, Ooh, a, or a gift yes. or whatever. I'm so um, into that. You can email us at, at xypodcast at yahoo.com. <laughs> we forgot how emails work. Um, <laughs> so today is a very special episode because this is coming out the Sunday before Halloween. So this is our Halloween episode. Spooky. Our topic is very spooky, very scary. Today we are talking all about regret and regrets. Scary stuff, right? <laughs> I'm shivering, quaking. <laughs> regrets, regrets are super spooky. So this is uh, how this is our Halloween episode. And um, yeah, let's get into our segments. Yeah, before we get into regrets, I would just, we would like to dedicate this podcast to a very special someone who just fell ill. So our thoughts go out to them. Yes, this is, this is for you. We love you, and we're sending you good vibes, Good vibes, positivity. And on that note, as part of our ups and downs segment, that was our down. Yeah. Unfortunately, we got that news, and... Yeah, so we did learn that someone that we are close to is sick, so that's always a bad... It's not something that you ever want to hear, so... So we wish them well, good luck with recovering and everything like that. Yeah, so everyone, if you could please just send positive thoughts to... Them and their family. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So, what was your up this week? My my up was that I got to see my friend from college who came down this past weekend. Well, up, I guess, because we're in Connecticut, so <laughs> she came from New York. I always say, no matter where anyone's coming from, they're coming down to Connecticut. I'm like, wait. Um, <laughs> I live in the north. <laughs> so, I got to see her, um, catch up with her. We went apple picking and wine tasting and stuff like that. Ooh. It was like a fall-esque day. That's exciting. I want to do that this weekend. Really bad. So that was fun. That was my up. Cool. My up um, isn't that exciting, but I just recently got several packages in the mail that I had ordered. So that's always fun. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a, definitely like a stress online shopper. Like when I'm like having a bad day, I'm like, I'm going to buy a shirt and I'm going to feel better. <laughs> um, so I did, I did just that. I was laying in my bed like last week or the week before. And I was really stressed out and it was midnight and I just bought a shirt online. <laughs> This is probably a really weird question, but how would you feel if you got, a, like, a surprise package? Like, it's, I would, not, it's not something that you ordered or you consciously, like, remember that you're expecting. Like, how would you feel? I would love it. I yeah, love same. mail. Like, I love getting mail. I'm just... <laughs> Unless it's, like, junk and I'm like, all right, come on. 
I mean, even then, I'm still like, oh, what is my name remember, on it? Remember when, like, when we were a kid? Like, mail was like, wow. Mail was the coolest thing, even if it was like an a appointment reminder. Kind of yeah, like that, yeah. I love, also, I love getting emails, too. I just, like, I just really, I check my email, like, 4,000 like, times a personal, day. Like, I don't care about marketing emails. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, screw that. But if it's, no. like, from a friend, like, I'm like, hey. Yeah. Or something unexpected. Yeah. So, I always, like, envy the influencers who get random packages from brands. I'm like... One day. One day. I usually, because, like, I do do, like, brand collaborations, but um, I usually expect those packages. Reach out if you want to do that for us, because that would be cool. Yeah. I'm consider. I've been considering pitching. We need some sponsors on here. So, if anyone has any suggestions, contacts, anything, drop us a line in our email. We need sponsors. So, anyway, that was my up. Got some cool boots. Got a cool... Shirt. Ooh, new shoes is always the I'm best. like, yeah. I'm a shoe-aholic? It, you are. He's a sneakerhead, for yeah. sure. I really... But not like a hype kind. Like, I yeah. just like, like shoes. Yeah. I, like, am not particularly, like, a shoe person, but I really needed new boots. And I was just like, one day I was like, screw it. I'm just going to buy these boots. And they're on sale. And I think it's great. also really satisfying if you get something that you need or, like, yeah. you need to replace... Yes. And you're like, yes. Exactly. Right. I'm like really excited for them for to have them because I like actually need them. It's not just like I was like, I don't need this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Which that's also fun too, because <laughs> just treating yourself is fun. Yeah. Okay. Those so, were our ups and downs. Now we will do our shower thoughts. Let me just open mine up because it's on my phone. We should start thinking about our own shower thoughts. So again, we're stealing all of these from Tumblr. Yes. Oh, we didn't say that in the last episode, but that's fine. Okay, I had a shower thought, but I don't remember it now. So maybe I'll have remembered it by the time we record the next episode. But I had one. I just had a just a revolutionary idea. Don't okay. <laughs> personal idea. Okay. <laughs> What's well, your shower thought? Um. Okay. At one point. A phone number used to represent a place, but now a phone number represents a person. Let that sink in. Oh, like a landline versus like yeah, a like you used to like like our numbers would be like oh I gotta call like so and so's house, but now it's like I gotta call so and so because your your cell phone's always with you. It's like not a place. Also, what does cellular mean? Like cell phone? What does that even mean? I think it has something to do with like the cell tower. Or maybe this little tower just comes from a cell phone. I have no idea. Because a landline makes sense because it's a land. attached yeah. to the land. It has something to More or less. do with this. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I have no That's idea. That's a very interesting question. I'll have to look it up. Let's and if like... you listened to our personalities episode, you'll understand why I always need information. <laughs> True. <laughs> and why I ask dumb questions. True. And if right now you're sitting there being very confused, go listen to the other episodes. It's really good. Okay. And then come back. And then you'll understand us so much better. Yeah. And then come back and continue listening to this episode. Cool. Okay. Um, so my shower thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally <laughs> thought that you said it already. No. My shower thought is your debit card pays for things with past hours of your life and your credit card pays with future hours of your life. Honestly, I do think about that a lot. Like. Like your debit card is instantaneous. Like you worked for it. So yeah. So you have the money and your credit card is like, I don't have that money, but I'm going to buy it anyway. But I'm going to so. hope I have the money in a month. Um, yeah, that's so true. And that's honestly really scary because like. It's like betting. It's I like, do think about that too, because like when I'm shopping, I'm like, oh, like I'll just 
pay it. Like my next work shift is like these shoes. Yeah, it's ah, oh, it's it's. I think it's important to think that way because if you think as it of it as like it's not real money, then it's like <laughs> I never have to pay for that. That's this. where you get into debt, and that's not good. So, yeah, that's so true. That's really really true. Oh, that's some... I'm really mad that I can't remember my shower thought. It was a car thought. I wasn't in the shower. I was in the car, but I was like, ooh, that would be good, and now I don't remember. So, um, who knows if I'll ever recover that memory. Anyway, I digress. So. Let's get right into regrets. Our spooky, spooky episode today. So, a little bit of background on regrets, although I'm sure most people know what they are. Um, I did a little bit of, like, research into more of the scientific, like, psychology side of it. I went on Psychology Today, looked at an article about regrets. So, regret is a negative cognitive emotional state that involves blaming ourselves for a bad outcome, feeling a sense of loss or sorrow at what might have been, or wishing we could undo a previous choice that we made. So for young people, regret can actually be very helpful because it can result in refocusing and taking corrective action or pursuing a new path. So, you know, if you, yeah, if you're in high school and you fail a test, you're gonna be like, okay, I regret that. I regret not studying. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna study more. So um, it can be helpful, but it also can be damaging to the mind and the body, especially if one doesn't have a lot of opportunity to change the situation. For example, um, Paul put this into a really good example. Um, if like a loved one passes away and you regret like not saying goodbye, there you can't do anything about that, and that is where it can become damaging to the mind and the body. So it could be regret can be helpful and regret can also be very helpful. Yeah, if it's something that you can change in the future, it's constructive. But otherwise, it just turns into like a dark, like a ruminating state of mind on it. Yeah. So actually, this was really interesting and really pertains to our whole podcast. Um, there are some gender differences in regret, and this is basically just about romantic regrets. Um, so I guess forty four percent of women surveyed had romantic regrets. And only 19% of men surveyed had romantic regrets. And this shows um, the increased value that women put on relationships and how women often have more difficulty disengaging attention from past relationships. So like getting over an ex um, versus men who have a greater tendency to replace lost relationships quickly with new partners. So shall we ruminate on that for a while? Yeah. Um, so I completely agree, like, from a guy's standpoint, like, I think, I don't want to be, like, mean, but I think girls are crazy for always, like, thinking about, like, not getting, being able to get over exes and stuff like that, like, well, always having that regret. So, okay, I understand that, yeah, only 44%, so that's, like, less than half, like, I've never had that, where, well, I've, like, had that, like, feeling of, like, oh, I can't get over an ex, but, like, once I start a new relationship... Okay, well, I've only had two boyfriends, but, like, once I started, I got with my current boyfriend, I didn't think about my ex. I Well, I think about him, like, occasionally. I'm just, like, hope he's doing well. But I don't, like, feel, like, engaged in, in that anymore. Um, and I'm – there's no, like, romantic thoughts or feelings but towards him. But it's often, like, said or, like, the idea is, like, men are pigs because they quickly move on. Yeah. But it's just, like, that's what – like, we just quickly move on. True. Like, sorry. True. Like, what, like, what are we, like, we just got out of our relationship, now we're supposed to, like, sit? Yeah. And just, like, 
And I think it's so also, spot, it's like, also, like, a difference. I think women, like, are very comfortable, like, like, sitting and, like, marinating in their, like, emotions. Oh, sorrow. Yeah, like, just really, like, feeling that. And their pool of tears. Yeah, we're men. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we're men. Men would rather, like, ignore the emotion and just, like, okay, on to the next one. Well, this, again, this is, like, not the best, like, thought but like you have to get under someone before you can get over oh someone. okay what's that um dua lipa or whatever you're not getting oh wait but she says the opposite i'm sorry dua lipa <laughs> says the opposite she said if you're under him you're not getting over him oh but it's about the right the same person <laughs> never mind i'm just confusing myself but i like i maybe it's just me being a guy but like i think it's important like to be able to move on it's like you have to let you have to cut that string and yeah, but I feel like that also doesn't always help. Like, I know people that, like, do that, and then it just doesn't help. Well, like, obviously it's important to understand what went wrong and, like, what yeah. can you can change for the future. But ultimately, like, in the short term, you can get over it by just, like, getting over it. <laughs> but there's also other healthy ways to get over it, like, taking time for yourself and blah, blah, blah. But, again, this is very individual. It's not all women, not all men. Um and I think it depends a lot on, like, the the context also, too. But just an interesting gender difference, but just I, that women are more likely. I do have to say that I've, like, like I can understand regrets in a relationship. Like, I regret not doing this or doing that. Oh, yeah. Like, I, like, I'm fully cognizant of that and know in the future to change that. Oh, yeah. And that's where the, it's helpful. Right. Too, you know. Um, especially in, like, relationships that end badly or... Or weren't, like, the best relationship. So I'm part of the 19% that have romantic regrets. Okay, cool. I'm the one-fifth of men. I don't, like, I don't have romantic regrets about, like, my ex. Except that I wish that I had, like, been, I demanded more for myself or whatever. But, like. Do you have, like, do you have romantic, like, it doesn't have to be in the past, too. It could be, like, oh, like, we, like, you and Eric, like, went on a date last week and I wish I... Well, I mean, yeah, like, sometimes I say something dumb, and I'm like, I regret saying that, but that's, yeah. But I, it's not like, I regret breaking up with my ex. Like, it's not like that. Well, yeah, like, no, I don't, because, it, like yeah, because, like, yeah, where I'm at now is really great, so, you know. Um, anyway, so, also, they surveyed, I believe it was, like, older people. And they found that over shorter time periods, people are more likely to regret actions taken and mistakes made. So, like, when you're looking at, like, regrets just within, like, a year or something, people are more likely to regret um, actions, the things that they did and the mistakes that they made versus when you're looking at, like, someone's, like, whole life, they're more likely to regret actions not taken, such as missed opportunities for love or working too hard. Absolutely. Like, I I can speak to that now is, like, I regret, like, as a kid, like, not playing a sport or, like, mm-hmm. not doing this or whatever. But, like, within the last year, like, I I can't even think of, like, one that I did do that I regret. But, like, yeah. I often have more regrets from the past that I didn't do. Like, yeah. not going to college, like, at a different school or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I so agree with that. Um, I think when I am thinking, like, a short time period, it's like, oh, I wish I didn't say that stupid thing, or, like, I wish I had... Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So, 
yeah but when I look at my life it's like I wish I had done this it's not usually I don't usually focus on think about yeah it's not usually like I wish I hadn't done this I never realized that like you regret things that you didn't do more maybe those and then I mean recently you regret things that you did do because things that you I think the things that you like the mistakes that you make like with growth like end up falling to the wayside and you kind of forget about them you know unless it's like a really life-shattering mistake that you made like you know anyway like you went to jail or something like you know but um yeah I did not go to jail guys no no he didn't um (laughs) so yeah it's really it's interesting so and then do those regrets then turn into like the like the like obviously the recent becomes the past so do they switch over to the regrets that you didn't do do you know what I mean? I don't know if it's that or if it's just you don't think about those and instead you think about the things that you didn't do. So you stop thinking about the mistakes you made, like when you're like 88. You stop thinking about the things that you, the things that you did that you regret, like, oh, I wish I wasn't mean to my mom that one time. And you, you more are thinking about, I wish I had done this. But like, is it, like, if we were to say like yesterday, like, I regret eating a sandwich for lunch rather than eating a pizza... In the past, I'm only going to say, oh, I regret not eating a pizza. I mean, in the future, I'm going to think about the past being like, I wish I had had the pizza. I'm not even thinking about the sandwich. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, but... Does it switch, like, mentally? It might. I think it depends on the gravity of the the thing in subject. Like, the right, thing that we're talking about. Really You're not going to think but about like, that, but yeah. But And then I think, too, what it is is that things that you don't do end up just they're just have a bigger prevalence in your life than just little things that you did unless it's a really like I said unless it's like a huge thing that you did that completely destroyed like part of your life or something Mm -hmm. you know so yeah really interesting sorry I accidentally clicked my pen (laughs) Um, and also regrets can lead to depression when it turns into fruitless rumination and self-blame that keeps people from re-engaging with life so if you are just sitting and just thinking and thinking and thinking about all of your regrets that can be very unhealthy um especially if you're blaming yourself a lot for them so yeah it's not important to always constantly think about your regrets like yes acknowledge them learn from them grow from them whatever Mm -hmm. but then like move on yeah you have to like and well later we're going to talk about some tips for dealing with them but you have to like deal with them in a healthy way and um you know everything in life happens the way it happens so yeah everything happens for a reason yeah let's get into that yeah but what are like we talk about this often because we have a similar story about college and Mm -hmm. whatever like what are your college regrets i have so many college regrets like i really do so i guess like i can kind of explain my college story a bit like quickly so i used to go to university of new hampshire and I really enjoyed it there. Um, it was just, like, really far away, and, you know, I'm really close to my family, so I ended up transferring um, to UConn, and that's kind of its own regret, in a sense. Um, like, UConn's a great school, and I've enjoyed my time there, but it just isn't, like, you know how people, like, have their college, and they, like, love yes. it, and, like, it's home to them, yes. and they will probably make their kids go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not how I feel about UConn in the least bit. Like, and it's funny because some of my friends that do go there, they're like, you're so detached from UConn. I'm like, I know. I Well, do you feel that for UNH? Yes. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. Isn't that sad? So I feel like UNH like really was like home to me and it was like really where I felt comfortable. And I mean, I was, I feel like if I had gone to UConn as a freshman, I probably would feel that way about UConn, but I didn't. So I started as a junior. I lived off campus. So like, is your regret not sticking it out at UNH? Um, Obviously, well, there's more reasons why you transferred. In yeah, place, and, and it was mostly I wanted like the night, the in-state tuition, and it was really beneficial for me, and I'm going to come out with significantly less loans than like I would have if I stayed at UNH. Oh, so like that's a really big thing, um, so I don't regret that aspect. But um, yeah, I guess... Well, it's either, and I can never really pin it down, it's either that I regret not just staying at UNH or I regret not just going to UConn in the beginning. Well, did you even consider UConn when you I applied. Yes, I applied, I got in, and when it came down to it, it was between UConn and UNH, and I chose uh. UNH because I really, really wanted to get out of Connecticut, and I didn't like the UConn campus, which I still really don't. Um, UNH is beautiful. If anyone's ever been there, it's gorgeous. It, like... It's, like, just a cute little town, and it's just so nice. And I had a lot of good memories there. So, um, definitely have regrets about that. And then also about, like, not getting more involved in, like, both schools. I was in a sorority at UNH, and it was fun, but it wasn't the right one for me. And I had done it as a freshman, and I wish I had just waited till I was a sophomore because... Was it first semester freshman Yes, it was, like, the first month of school. So, I ended up, like... I didn't get any of the houses that I wanted except for this one, and I didn't want it. And then so you joined just based on like I, I want to be in a sorority rather than I don't. I well, don't. I joined because my like neighbor at the time, who's now my best friend from college, um, she also only got into that one too, and she was like, "Well, I'll do it if you'll do it, and we can just like so see." Together. So we did it together, and then like. Then, like, the beginning of being in a sorority is, like, really fun. At least for me it was. Like, it wasn't, like, hazing and stuff, but it was, like, all fun stuff. Like, you get your big and, like, you get presents and, like, there's all kinds of fun stuff. So I was like, oh, this is really great. And then I got into it more and, like, between, like, not being able to, like, afford it because it's really expensive um, and then just not feeling like it was worth the money, I, like, ended up having to drop out. And because of that... I couldn't join any others. So when I got to UConn, it would have been... That sucks, too. Like, yeah. you're, like, blacklisted when you yeah. decide to... Like... Yeah, so once I got to UConn, it would have been really helpful to, like, join Greek life there because you just instantly meet so many people. And it's a lot cheaper at UConn and a lot more relaxed. Um, but I couldn't. So... And we didn't have my chapter anyway. So if I hadn't dropped and I had transferred, I still wouldn't have been able to be in it. So... That's insane. I think that's part of my regret, too. Like... Like, Greek life. Like, I wish I had gone to a bigger Greek school. Like, my school, Muhlenberg, didn't have big Greek life. Like, there's four sororities, four fraternities. It was a small school, too, right? Right. Um, so that's another one of my regrets, is going to a small school. Sorry to jump so, the gun. <laughs> um, so, I guess my background. Um, so I went to Muhlenberg in Pennsylvania. It's a smaller school. I went for theater. So when I originally was applying to school senior year... I thought I wanted to do theater and go into television and film acting and do that. And then I was studying that for half of my college career. And then I decided that just wasn't for me and switched my majors. And then I was like sort of behind, but I was able to graduate on time. But that was my like regret is like I found a school for theater and like I ultimately didn't even want to do that. So it was just hard. But yeah, my school was too small. And then I wish there was bigger Greek 
and I wish it was warmer. <laughs> I would definitely have chosen a like because I went to school in Pennsylvania. It's landlocked, and I grew up next to the ocean my entire life. So all four years at college, I felt trapped, and like I oh. needed the ocean, and like that's just the type of person I am. I, I feel that I'm the same way. See, like the ocean or whatever. Um, so. I wish I had gone to a school at least close to the ocean. Yeah, I, like, I really wish I had gone to school in the South. Like, I really have this obsession yeah. with the University of Georgia. Like, I think it's, I've never been, but it looks beautiful. My boyfriend's brother goes there, and it looks really fun. It's a big football school. It's a big Greek school, and it's in the South, so it's warmer. So, I, like, I regret not doing that. But when I look at it realistically, like, I wouldn't have been able to afford traveling to come home and go there right. and all that, so. Because I also, like, I thought about going to University of Tampa in Florida Mm. and like again like the travel and whatever was going to be a lot but I wish I had looked at more schools because that was also one of the problems Mm -hmm. is like I didn't tour a lot of schools yeah so like a lot of people went on college road trips and saw like 50 different schools oh my god yeah proceeded to apply to like 13 of them so like I didn't even do any of that I scratched the surface of like like schools that I was even interested in because I wanted to do theater which is again it all lies in the fact that I wanted to do theater (laughs) thanks Um, how many schools did you apply to um four that's it none I did eight oh my god and I thought I wasn't doing a lot and three of wait yeah three of them were for theater and the other one was University of Tampa just because I wanted to go to the what were the South. other ones? Like, um, um one in so Rhode Island, bet- right? When I, when I was actually, like, trying to decide, it was between Muhlenberg and Hofstra on Long Island. Oh, Hofstra, right. That's what um, it was. And then Drew University in New Jersey was thrown in the mix. Oh, I haven't even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, because they were big into theater. Uh, okay. Whatever. Um, so, I ultimately kind of wish that, like, I had gone to, like, a bigger school like Hofstra when I was, like, mm-hmm. narrowing it down between the two. But ultimately, probably looking at more schools and just, like, adventuring more and understanding, like, this is where I'll be for four years. Like, yeah. I want to like it. So I obviously made the most of it, like, to respond to that regret is, like, I made the most of it. I made friends that I love. Um, and, like, I had fun with it. But, like, obviously my college experience would be completely different. Yeah, and that's what I always try to like kind of center my my myself when I think about these kind of regrets is like my life would be completely different if I went somewhere else. I like I met my current boyfriend like literally the summer before college. So if I had gone to like you know, the south, like I don't know that it would have worked out because right. he's also a year younger than me. Fun fact, I'm a cougar. Um <laughs> so he um like him being in high school and me going to, like, a school so far away, I, like, definitely would have worked. And we're together now, like, almost five years. So, you know, I don't regret being close enough to, like, stay with him and keep that going, um, for sure. And, like, I do – I made – I don't regret going to UNH at all. And I, like, had – like, I still have um, my best friend from there. And, like, I, I had a lot of good memories. And then UConn, like, I've had good times, too, because I do have friends that go there from high school and stuff, and that was a good part of it, was, like, getting to see, like, my best friend from high school went there, so getting to, like, go hang out with her a lot and stuff like that. And UConn, like, is a really good school, so, like, on paper, I don't regret that either, so just have to, like, center yourself and remember, like, your life would be so different 
Right. And, like, I obviously still have, like, school pride and whatever. Like, obviously, it's not as, like, driven as, like, other yeah, people. Some people I meet, but, like, oh, my gosh. I I can recognize that, like, I don't, like, wholeheartedly want my kids to be, like, legacies You're not going to, like, tattoo like, the logo on right, your like, butt. Yeah. I, like, we didn't, we were D3, so we don't even have, like, <laughs> sports teams that you can follow on TV or whatever. Like, it was... Yeah, like, I'm always, like, when I see something positive about UConn, I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, go UConn. And, like, obviously sports, I'd be like, oh, cool, yeah, go UConn. But, like, I don't feel, like, a sense of pride. This is the weird thing. So, I, my boyfriend goes to Brown, and I spend a lot of time there, like, seeing him. I honestly feel like Brown is more my school than UConn is my school, which is crazy to me. And I feel like that kind of is, like, sad. Do you, like, know all the building names in our like, No, not, okay. well, I know some of them. I know the ones that, like, my I've gone to with my boyfriend, but, um... Just, like, I know a lot more people there than I do at UConn. It's also smaller than UConn. And, like, my boyfriend is, like, heavily involved with, like, um, like a frat and stuff. So he has, like, a lot of friends. So I've just, I don't know, I've had a lot of good memories there versus UConn. And I think just because my boyfriend's there, too. So, like, good memories. But, yeah, I feel, I don't know, I feel, like, more connected to Brown than. And I think it's also probably just, I think the size of UConn makes it so different, too. Because it's so big. <laughs> yeah I mean that's the thing too like if I had looked at more schools and like understood like that wasn't something that I wanted then it, I would appreciate my college experience more now yeah um so that's sort of why like I needed a point to like visit friends at other schools and yeah I was in Tampa for spring break last year so I like toured you Tampa he literally pretended to be a prospective that's a student <laughs> Well, we don't need to get into it. I pretended to be 17. And, like, I, I respect that so much. Um, just because I was so desperate to understand what life would have been like there. Yeah. And it's like, I, for me, like personally, I think it's healthy to understand what could have been. Yeah. For most people, it's probably like, you shouldn't open that can of worms. Yeah. Or like unearth that rock. It can be but like, little... for me, I have peace of mind if I understand my regrets more. Yeah like the flip side of that so yeah do you have any like regrets from like high school um I mean probably just with my relationship but that like like going back to relationship regrets like there's just like you learn and grow from them yeah um and know like what to change in the future um also this isn't necessarily high school but like I regret being not being more athletic Mm -hmm. and like doing a sport like most people don't really start sports in high school yeah well I did but like I did but (laughs) like that's just like my younger self I guess um I'm really fortunate to have parents that just like let me do what I want which is great me too but I kind of wish they had like been like pushed you yeah like you're gonna do t-ball for whatever for or like you're gonna play soccer for like a year yeah um just so, like, that I would know that I didn't like it in the future. Yeah. Um, so I regret not being more athletic in that regard. It's interesting, to because, like, as I'm thinking about my high school regrets versus my college regrets, it kind of, like, relates back to more, like, I think when I'm thinking about... It relates to, like, where, for young people, regrets can be more, like, f- functional than, like, for, like, us now. Like, when I was in high school, I feel like the regrets I had, like, I was able to, like, 
change and like learn from them you know like how you said with your relationship like you learn and you grow and everything so like in high school like coming out of high school I regretted like not being more like socially involved so then it's like okay in college I'm gonna you know whatever yeah yeah or like regret like not studying harder okay well in college I'm gonna study harder so it's interesting my high school regrets I don't know I have like a decent high school experience there's like a lot of drama but I feel like that's just a girl thing just like it's also just like a high school it's a high school girl thing yeah um I don't think I have regrets but I think I would have had I not joined a sports team I think, and like, relating to what you said, so I joined a sports team the winter of my sophomore year of high school, and it was, like, the best thing I ever did. So, I think I would have regret if I didn't I think do I that. regret also, like, not strengthening relationship, like, like, friendships more when I was in high school. Me too. Because now that I'm out of high school, but living in my high, like, hometown, it's, like, I don't really have people to talk to, mm-hmm. like, people aren't around. Yeah. Um, so I regret not being more outgoing or even like the people that I did talk to then like not strengthening those really like friendships I think about that all the time too but then so if you listen to our personalities um uh, episode like my personality type is like less like friend for convenience like I don't look at I don't try to make friends just out of convenience like um I don't keep like a large circle of friends I'd rather have a few close friends so that's what I have. I do have, like, a very small circle of close friends, but I do, like, sometimes wish that I had had, like, a bunch of friends. But then I look realistically at myself, and I'm like, I don't think realistically I would have been able to do that or handle that. Well, like, I had a large circle of friends. You did. But, you like, had a lot I of friends. also, like, and I was in multiple circles, too, which is great, because I think that's great to have, like, diversity in your friendships. Yeah. But I regret not strengthening those and, like, making those last more while yeah. I was in high school. Because, like, they were just so, like, because I had so many of them mm-hmm. that I couldn't, like strengthen them yeah I agree I feel like there's a lot of people like from high school that I probably would have been really good friends with and I never really like tried and it's really funny because it's actually one of my friends now one of my really one of my closest friends now um we went to high school together and she ended up rooming with my best friend in college and now we're all really good friends but we like we were like we didn't really like her in high school I was more friends with her in high school you were because I went to elementary Katie and I are literally the same person, <laughs> but I went to elementary school with this girl that yeah. Katie's talking to, so, talking about, so I knew her more than Katie knew her, and then Katie's now, like, more best friends with her than I am. Yeah, I only, like, vaguely knew her, like, in high school, and I always, like, didn't really like her, but then I, like, met her and got to know her, and, like, she's, like, one of, one of my close friends, and, um, it's just really, really funny how that happens. Well, that's the thing, too, like, with us, like, we were, like... We, we were friends have, in high school, right. but, like, not like we are now. Right. Um, and I think it's just, like, based on, like, who we were hanging out with at the time. Yeah, definitely. But, I don't know. Definitely. And, like, we didn't work together. Like, that no, really was the, that was the, like... So, just to give you guys background, because I don't think we've ever talked about this, is, like, I was, after freshman year of college, I was applying to be a camp counselor at the camp that we work at now, and... I was like, oh, I really wanted to do this. I had already applied in the past, and I didn't get it. So I was like, I really want to do this. It's an easy job. It's fun. So I applied, and then Katie, I told Katie to apply because I was like, they're hiring. Yeah, so I always think about this. Like, I don't remember how we got on the subject of this. And I remember texting you, like, after the conversation and being like, hey, like, are you applying? Like, I want to apply. Where do I get the application? 
But I don't remember how we started talking I, about we it. We must have just talked about, like, oh, like, my summer job or, like, what Probably. you want to do for the summer. So I applied for the job. I got the job. And then Katie applied. And she was waiting to hear whether she got the job. So I didn't tell her that I got the job immediately. Ooh. Because I was I felt bad that, like, if she didn't get it. Well, yeah, then that would be really awkward. But then she got it, and now we're closer because we saw each other all the time. We still see each other all the time now, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah nothing like camp to strengthen a friendship. <laughs> like, nothing like... Like, every day in high school wasn't enough, I guess. We just... Well, we didn't, like, have... Yeah, we didn't talk in high we school. We didn't take, like, the same classes. Like, we only had a few classes together ever, and, like... Again, like, you were like, in so many social circles, and I was sorry. in my, to my tiny circle, so... But, yeah... Um, all right. Any, like, regrets relating to career or anything? Like, I mean, I know we're both at the point in our lives where we're, like, about to just launch into our real, like, adult careers. So, any regrets that you could see, like, affecting that, do you think? Um, I think just right now, I think this is what every, like, post-grad is sort of grappling with. It's, like, regretting not spending the time to find a great career for them. It's, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not spending enough, like, I'm not dedicating enough time to find my future career. Um, but at the same time, like, I'm happy where I am. Like, I have a job right now. Like, it's fine. Yeah, I'm making But money. in the back of my head, I'm regretting not, like, actively applying more and, like, looking outside, like, the industries that I would consider, like, just, like, expanding my horizons in that regard. So, I don't think I have regrets, like, with careers I already have. It's just more regrets of, like, future, like... Yeah. Trying to pursue a future career. Yeah, and, you know, it's hard because I'm in the also the process of trying to find a job, like, a real big girl job, and it's so exhausting. I, like, will look through, like, a page of Indeed results, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I can't, and I have to, like, close People the computer. People say it's a full-time job to find a job. It really is. And, even and you just, don't get paid for it, so it why sucks. It sucks. Yeah, so, yeah, I would say, like, yeah, I don't think I have any regrets, like, yet. I'm sure there will be some to come when it comes to my career, but, um, I don't know. Sometimes I wish that I picked a field that was, like, less broad and was more like, you know, if you're, like, in your pre-med, you're going to just be a doctor. And then it's like, okay, I know what I'm going to do, but for us, because we were both communication majors, you can do so many different things. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, to go back to college, is, like, if I knew that I wanted to study communications, I would have found a school that was better with communications mm-hmm. where I could have narrowed it down more. Like, a school that had a PR program, a, yeah, me a, too. had a whatever other, like, a broadcasting yeah, or whatever. They had all those different majors um, and stuff. Yeah, it was just yeah, general comm for me, too. Yeah. Which so, makes it hard. Right, like, I obviously got to understand, like, most of communications because I went to a liberal arts school, too. So yeah. Like they, it was very comprehensive, but, like, if I could have narrowed it down, sooner than I would like know more it's also hard the problem that I'm running into so I want to go into like fashion PR I think at the moment um (laughs) and like I'm in the struggle where like the industry that I want isn't near me it's in New York and I can't afford to live in New York yeah so the problem is like I'm like okay I need to get like more of a general communication or like a different field of communication job in the meantime to save money but like I don't have the experience for just general communication. Like, I can't do PR for a tech f- firm because right. I don't know how it works. And I was just talking to my mom about this last night because I wouldn't be able to effectively do my job at, like, a tech company or an insurance company because I've had fashion experience. I've done fashion internships. So, like, it's real. That's, that's what I'm saying is, like, I kind of wish our field wasn't so broad. Right. So that I would just... 
like one size fits all kind of a thing, like, but it's not. If you study accounting, you're going and you're going to be an accountant. Yeah, yeah. So, and you can do that. But for us, like, especially because communication is all about people and you need to know the audience. The audience right. is so important. So, yeah, it, that's really been a struggle for me lately. And it sucks and it's really stressing me out. But we'll be okay. Yeah. And, like, I think that's, again, like, goes towards, like, future regrets is, like, because there's so many different avenues, we don't know which one to choose. And, like, once we choose a job and not end up liking it, we're going to regret not choosing a different path. Oh, it's so scary. So it's an endless cycle. So spooky. Um, Especially in our field because it's, yeah, it's hard to narrow it down. It is. It's a really broad field. It's just, I mean, it's good because it's not like we're pigeonholed, but, like, at the same time, it's just... To get the right experience that can fit in different applications is just really just difficult. So, any other regrets? We talked about like social regrets, so we don't. Um, big ones that. Stick I don't know. I, like I guess just like the big one for social is like not expanding past. Because I did also have like a really close group of friends, mm. and I wish I had also ex- like expand expanded upon that too. Yeah. Because now I'm not friends with them. So. Oh. Um, just strengthening those relationships when you first start them. Yeah, I feel like I I wish like I had gotten more involved both at UNH and at UConn. I mean, I got involved at UConn a little bit, but coming in as a transfer is like so difficult to. Well, go ahead. Get involved. Well, that's I think that's how I responded to my regrets because I found out pretty soon, like probably halfway through sophomore year that I wasn't happy at Muhlenberg Mm -hmm. but I wasn't going to take I and I don't regret this um I but I wasn't going to take the time to transfer I knew I needed to stick it out um because that would be better for me Mm -hmm. so I liked doing that and because I recognized the fact that I Muhlenberg wasn't like the best school for me I got more involved to distract myself yeah and that goes back to the personality thing that we talked about in the last episode where I, like, find distractions, like, that's what I mean. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And, yeah, my transferring was a very, like, last-minute decision, so I didn't, like, I didn't really, like, ruminate on it too much. I wasn't, right. you know, um, it, and it was more of, like, I have to do this versus, like, it ended up, it would be better for me in the long run. So um, it's not like I was, like, well, I just need to see if I like UNH. Because I loved UNH. It wasn't that. Like, it wasn't anything to do with how much I liked it. It was to do with money and to do with being far away from important people in my life. So, um, yeah. But I wish, like, coming in to UConn, I probably should have, like, lived in a dorm and, like, met, like, people. And, like, it was just – it was hard. Because I went in and I lived in an apartment and my roommates were. That's another thing is, like, I regret not going random for a roommate because freshman year I chose a roommate (sighs) and that ended up kicking me And and I helped you choose that roommate. I'm so Um, sorry. Yeah, that summer we were – like Katie was there, like I was talking to people, and then it just turned out to be a shit show. Yeah, I should have got random too, <laughs> but the one thing is that my best friend from college ended up being my neighbor, and if I had gone random, like I don't know that I would have. Well, that's what happened to me too. Yeah, my neighbor ended up being my best friend. Yeah, so interesting, very interesting. And like I, I'm for like I appreciate the fact that because I chose that roommate. I met these people. I yeah. got to live in the nice dorm, like all these yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. Um, anyway, so 
if you have regrets, which it's it's so common, everyone has regrets, and yeah, if you don't, you're lying. You're literally lying, and you need to really you need to check yourself. Um, <laughs> but um, so we came up with some tips for dealing with regrets because, like we said before, like it can they can be healthy, but they also can be very damaging, and you don't want to like harp on these regrets your whole life. Um, and you should rather just almost try to embrace them and move forward and and try to live your life in a way that you won't have these regrets especially the ones where it's like I regret not doing this like Paul you can insert your phrase that you always live by um so I I've said this on the podcast before I'm sure but I love to live by if you're gonna regret not doing it you have to do it so I have a very like trivial example but like I was between writing a paper and seeing, like, a cool lecture at school. So I was like, I'm, like, screw the essay. I'm going to go see this cool lecture because if I don't go, I'm going to regret doing it. And because I went and see, like, the lecture, I'm, like, happy and I don't regret that. So if you ever come into the situation where you think you're going to regret a situation or a decision-making like you gotta do it. If, you're, if there's something that you think that follow your instinct. Yeah, if there's something that you really want to do and you're considering not doing it, but you think you'll regret that, then go for it. And I'm not endorsing being irresponsible because no. obviously <laughs> I was being irresponsible to go see a lecture rather than write a paper. But you did do your paper. Side. Yes, and I felt like I was probably stressed out about it, of course. But like ultimately, both things happened, and I liked that. Yeah. Okay. So um. The first tip that we found was to harness harness the functional aspects of regrets. So um, regret has a function for survival. It's our brain's way of telling us to take another look at our choices, a signal that our actions may be leading to negative consequences. So um, you can use these regrets to grow, learn and grow from them. You yeah, know, like the motivation. Yeah, motivation to do better. Um, definitely. Um, another tip that we found is there's nothing you can do to change the situation, so let it go. So, again, like, finding a way to forgive yourself and just moving on past it. Um, don't think about it too often, ruminate on it. Like, understand it and understand what you can change for the future, but ultimately you did what you did and everything happens for a reason, so, yeah. Yeah, and this is, this, under this tip it says, um, try and think about, like, what you would say to someone, a loved one, um, in the same situation to make them feel better. And say that to yourself, you know? So, give, care for yourself. Self-care. Watch yeah. our last episode. <laughs> watch, listen to our last episode. Um, you can watch it, but, like, yeah, it wouldn't be very entertaining You just stare at, like, a screen with just a little moving, like, dot to show you the can, time. You can stalk our Instagrams as you True. listen to the podcast. There we go. And real life. Uh-huh. Okay, so tip number three is to make sure you're not taking too much blame. So consider the circumstances at the time that may have made it more difficult to make good choices or the fact that you had limited knowledge at the time or, you know, other situations that could have blocked you from doing something that you wish you had done or whatever. Um, so, um, so chalk it up to something else rather than blaming yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's, I feel like healthy to like understand your part in a situation for some things, but you don't want to be placing like, too much blame on yourself in proportion to like what actually happened so because then again you fall into that deep dark hole yes um the fourth tip is to reframe the situation more positively so i think you told me this is to yeah um is to 
immediately once you have a negative thought to spin it into a positive thought yeah you can if you um, do that for like 28 days you can like actually transform yeah, we, your we thinking t- yeah we talked about this in a different episode yeah uh episode self-care four. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so the opportunities are learning learning experiences they're lessons for yourself um so just think about it in a more positive way move on for the future yeah yeah and like going back to um what I do when I have, like, my big regrets about, like, not going to a certain school or something, I think about, like, okay, yeah, like, I regret not going to, like, a big southern school, but, I like, I have my boyfriend who's, like, amazing and, um, like, I probably wouldn't have been dating him. Or, like, when I think about, like, oh, I regret transferring to UConn, I'm like, yeah, but, like, it, it's a really good degree to have, like, to say that you went to UConn is, like, positive, so. This also, like, part of our notes is, like, a way of react, like, how you react to the situation, and I was talking to, like, one of my good, like, mentors at school before I graduated, and she was telling me that, um, a good, like, we can't focus on reactions for people. Like, we can't be responsible for somebody else's reaction. Mm -hmm. We can only be responsible for how we're going to handle the situation. Mm -hmm. So if I say something that'll make you angry, Mm -hmm. like, I can't focus on that's how you react Mm -hmm. or blame you for your reaction. That's how you're feeling. Like, my mean comment made you react that way. Like... Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? But at the same time, you do need to be responsible for what you say because that's a part of emotional intelligence is knowing what is going to make someone upset. Right. But you, the, the, the point is, is like you, you can't blame yourself for someone else's reaction because that's how they're reacting. You can't change that. True. So again, yeah. So you can, but you can, uh, you can, you can be responsible for how you act. Right. So like, as long as you think you're acting in a way that's not going to upset someone. And if they get upset by that, then it's not, it's not your, it's not necessarily your fault. Right. If you think yeah. that you're, you know, if you think you're being nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So our tips, again, like I like to kind of talk about it as like the trickle down effect or everything happens for a reason. Um, so if you didn't do the thing that you regret, or if you did do the thing that you regret not doing, would your life be the same right now? Would you have missed out on something great that you have now? Um, you know, if if you regret not taking a job in another city, like, would you still, you know, would you have met this friend that you're so close with now or yeah, something? Yeah, it goes back to, like, thinking it in a more positive way. Because, again, yeah. if you are thinking about regrets too often and, like, thinking, like, oh, I regret not taking that job in a mm-hmm. new city, then you'll just, like, fall into it. Yeah, so it's important to remember that everything happens for a reason. Your life is the way your life is because you are unique and your story is unique. Um, And unfortunately, we can't go back and change things, and that's okay. And I think it's really important to um, find the positives in that and find the beauty in that, in that this is life and your life is unlike anyone else's. So use that, use regress as a tool to make the best of it going forward. And if let us know what you guys regret and we'll sort of we'll talk it out with you yeah if you want to have if you need advice if you just want someone to listen we are here because regret can be a really terrible feeling and everyone spooky everyone has that. You it's super super spooky um but to sort of like segue into our next segment which is great regrets today's tea segment is about um, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson's split. So they broke off their engagement, and I guess they're just, like, 
broken up for now. So they, like, broke their engagement, and they're also not together anymore. She gave the ring back. Yeah, so she gave the ring back, and it was, like, a big ring. It was, like, expensive. It was pretty. Um, they got a pet pig together. P- What's his Piggy, name? Piggy Smalls. Piggy Smalls, right? Yeah. Um, so I think Ariana's getting to keep the pig. She is. I mean, well, that's what sources say. I'm sure they'll get to, like, share her. Custody. But, like, like uh, Ariana's ultimately, like, in, in possession of the pig. She is the sole guardian of the pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing is, like, one of, like, biggest regrets, probably, is tattoos, which are permanent. So They both, have multiple tattoos yeah, of each Pete other. and Ariana, Ariana got tattoos of the of each other or in... in that, uh, to represent their relationship. Yeah. Was it like initials or... He got like bunny ears, right? Yeah, he got the bunny ears and I think also like something else. Yeah. And, and what did she, she had? I don't know what she had, but she had like a finger tattoo, Ugh. which I read the other day that she like covered it with a band-aid like recently because... Oh my God, you so... You can't do much about it. And I don't know if Pete Davidson actually covered up his tattoo, but um, I think he did. It's like, it's bunny ears, but he like made it into a heart, which is behind his ear. Um, so I think he like actually changed it. That makes me cringe so bad because like they only knew each other. They had only been dating for like three weeks before they got engaged or something like that. And then they got tattoos and like, okay, I love my boyfriend and we've been together for five years. I wouldn't get a tattoo of his name. I'm sorry. Well, that's, the, that's the same. Like, that's the thing too. Like never get a tattoo of, like for someone Even. That's- quote unquote disposable like I feel like even if, if you're your mom yes like, your family can't leave forever. you yeah. yeah um but a relationship yeah even I feel like even if you're married and you're like 20 years married I think I still wouldn't get a tattoo of my spouse because I, it's just so permanent I think I like when I would is like if I'm 80 and like we're both like really old and we're both yes. still really happy together. And, and it's like at this point, like, getting yes. remarried is too much of a hassle, so we're not gonna get divorced. Yeah, yeah. But, and I'm, you know, and I'm a big like commitment gal. Like I'm a relationship girl, but I still like that is too much for me. I can't do that. Yeah, so, so I would de- like, I can only imagine what they think about like tattoos. Like obviously that's very surface level, but like you tattooed. Yeah. Something on your body for that other person, and yeah. they're no longer in your life. Yeah. And, I mean, you can change it, but you're always going to know what it used to be. Right. Um, I always, like, look on the internet about, like, tattoo cover-ups. Those are cool. I think, that, was there, like, a show about that or something? I don't know, but there was a, recently a story on, like, Snap Stories or, like, Snap Discovery. Um, that was, like, a whole article about. It's cool what some of the artists can do, but... So, like, it's, like, not a good situation to be in. Um, and so that's probably what they both regret. Obviously, Ariana's is a little bit smaller on her finger, but Pete's is behind his ear, and it was obviously for her, and he changed yeah. it. Like, obviously, like, it's very evident. But something you can't take away is the songs on the album. I was just going to say that. That's big. She's always going to look back and be like, those songs were all about him. And she even changed the song from Pete to Pete Davidson what, before she released her Sweetener album. Um, the song, like the title song for Pete Davidson, like was originally called Pete. It was supposed to be Be Pete, but then she changed it to the full name. That's like... <sighs> it's st- it's like only a 30 second song. Yeah, but yeah. But still. But still, it's, it's there. It's on your album. And most of the songs, like obviously most artists like have like love songs on yeah. their albums that they 
probably were written about old yeah. relationships. But, like, most of that album was for Pete. And it's so and recent, you can tell too. That, and you can, like, sort of see that with her relationship. And like, she has to, like, go out and still... Pro- she's still promoting this album because it's very new. So it's, like, you have to promote all these songs about this person and you're not with them anymore. And that's just... Oh, I feel like that's well, so we cool. might see another album from her this year. I'd be so interested in that. But um, the saddest thing for me, I read this post and... Oh, my God, it literally broke my heart. It was, like... It's really, like, sad to think that, like mac died like thinking she was getting married and like now she's not well that was the thing i saw somewhere too is like did mac's death sort of ruin their relationship and i'm gonna like i talked about this on the very first episode when this was the same tea (laughs) um i'm gonna say yes i think the pressure sort of got to her and like obviously like it's a whole thing like katie said it's, it's it wasn't her responsibility to fix Mac and all this stuff and but I think the pressure from the media especially but also just like because I think he sort of died because he was upset with her um so I so. am gonna say I think that like their relationship was kind of doomed I never really supported it. I'm sorry. I love. Yeah, I love Ariana, but I just didn't ever like really support this relationship. Primarily because they got engaged so quickly, and she was so like she had just gotten out of a relationship, and I think that that sets you kind of up for failure. And she also, like, she had like the whole Manchester thing, and then like during the relationship, she had like Mac pass away, which that's like a lot to deal with. I'm not saying that that ruined their relationship, but I'm saying that that could probably really dig up someone's faults in, like, you know, like, how is Pete going to handle dealing with this kind of, like, her, his partner, like, having these kind of, like, things happen. Like, someone that you love and dated for two years, yeah, and, and it's, like, having only dated for a few months and already, also already being engaged you're just now learning about, like, how he's going to deal with her. And, I mean, maybe he wasn't dealing with it. Maybe he wasn't supporting her enough during this. You know, you'd never know, but... And I also think it's more, like, it's because it's funny because you see all the, like, interviews with Pete and he's like, yeah, I'm, like, engaged to Ariana Grande. Like, score. Yeah. Like, he's, like, so, like, odd by himself. Yeah. So I think it's really funny because, like, to... Like, I would like to understand, like, how he feels in the relationship because it always seemed like a... Like, I don't want to say a joke because I don't know anything about the relationship. Yeah. But, like, it was always, like, funny to him because, um, yeah. obviously, he's a comedian. He's a comedian. But, like, to understand the differences of how they feel outside of a relationship. Not that they're not in them. Yeah. I just think that getting engaged that quickly, and I'm sure it has worked for some people, but I think it's really not smart. I think that you need to take time to get to know someone and know all their sides because, I mean... You could still be learning something about someone five years into a relationship. Maybe have them take a personality test and <laughs> Maybe have them listen to our last episode before. Um, yeah, so I just think it was kind of doomed from the start. And also just poor Ariana has had a really tough, like, two years. So. Yeah, it was probably just, like, poor planning, rushing into things. I, I still, like, ship it. Like, I, think I don't. It, I think it might resurrect in the future. I think it might resurrect, but I don't ship it because I, I just, I don't really like him. I don't like the oh, things. I think he's so cool. He's, he said some really like off color things. Uh, yeah. Like, well, did you hear about like the whole Aretha Franklin funeral thing? No, uh, not his. Relationship so like, 
a priest at she sang at Rita's funeral and a priest like was like holding her like his arm around her and he like kind of grabbed her boob and like people were freaking out about it and like whatever I don't I don't really have an opinion on whether or not because like she didn't seem to really care I don't know that's her business but he was like yeah like I comforted her by saying it she was so hot or something and like it just I don't know I just think and I don't know him personally, but I just don't really like the, what I've seen. And then he made comments about her, the Manchester thing before. And like, I don't know. There's also a rumor going around that like he sent like nudes of her to Mac to like make him upset or like to make him stop like. Well, I don't, I have no idea. I, I don't know if that's I've true, but. any like how Pete Davidson feels about Mac, Mac Miller's death. Yeah. Well, yeah, but so, but that's just the rumor, and I don't know if it's true or not. I hope it's not true, but that's the rumor that's going around that he like sent pictures to Mac to get him to like get over Ariana, which like that wouldn't really help. Yeah, but. so that I and mean, that's what people are saying that she just found out, and that's why they broke up. I don't know if that's true. I have no idea. We have to wait for a statement from her. We haven't gotten a statement yet, have we? No, I no. So. but I also just, it's not, honestly, it's not any of our business. No, like, it's not, but I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> like, she can't, like, I could live my entire life without knowing her statement because it's her. Yeah. Like, yeah. I support her. I love her. I really yeah. do. So and her new album is fire. It's so good. It's Whether so it's good. about Pete Davidson or not. Yeah, it's true. Fire. It's so, so good. And I, like, really do, like, hope for the best for her. Sorry, that was a strange noise that just happened, um, but anyway, yeah. so <laughs> similarly. Uh, yeah, another regret in the media that we've seen relationship-wise is Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. Um, so we all, like, hopefully you know this by now. But we talked not, about this before also. If not, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin are married. They got married, like, in a courthouse. Like, they eloped, basically. It was another, like, fast engagement type situation. Um, and then we also know that Selena Gomez was checked into rehab because she spiraled again. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Selena. Love her. Um, but media or, like, media has told us that Justin Bieber is upset with his marriage and we don't know if that's because of Selena Gomez's, like, entry into the hospital. Like, yeah. He was, like, comforted by people. Um, I mean, I'm sure he feels kind of responsible. Because it was all so, like, like, they were on and off again after she broke up with The weekend. Then they were off, and then he got engaged, like, really soon after. Right. And then she went to rehab. Like, it just seems very, like... Like, it was a consequence of that, but... And we talked about in the last episode how guys move on. That was this... That was... Yeah, that was... That was this episode. This episode. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We record two episodes at once. Yeah, we do. So, I always get confused. But we talked about in this episode that guys move on faster than girls with regrets and mm-hmm. relationship-wise. So, I think it's these guys moving on that's, like, sort of triggering these girls' emotions. But also, like, they don't need to get engaged, like... That's not, like, the best way to, like, cope and move on. Like, yeah, you can, you that's can start so a relationship, aggressive. but you don't have to be like, I'm going to marry someone. Like, well, I think, too, if you're a public figure, you have to know that all of your decisions are going to be plastered everywhere and your ex is going to see it and you need to be respectful of their feelings. Like, you know, if I were in any of these people's shoes and I had broken up with someone, I wouldn't get engaged or at least 
let any single person know that I was engaged until some time had passed because you don't want to hurt the other person because that hurts, you know, to see that, especially because it's like it makes you feel like they just didn't value your relationship and that it just didn't mean anything to them. So, but we've seen at least I've seen in the media is like Justin Bieber is like regretting jumping into this thing so fast and like marrying well, yeah, all of right sudden, so. like, I mean I would too if I just got married like last week <laughs> like, <laughs> I, after only having dated for not that I mean, yeah. not very long so, time so guys point is like if you're like don't jump into a relationship and then just don't up and get married about it like, either what I like always struggle with <laughs> is that I feel like like what, there's not a huge difference between dating and being married, except for, like, legally, like, you know, right. and, like, mo- like financially. So, like, why don't, why do people, like, rush into an engagement? I know it's, like, the highest form of commitment you can give to someone. It's very symbolic. But, like, if you d- just think, met them, like. <laughs> I think it's very millennial to get into a relationship and then suddenly be, like, married. But the, like the funny thing, millennial. the funny thing too, is it's also very millennial to not get married. Like I know a lot yeah, of people true. that don't want to get married. They're in a relationship, but like will never get married. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think it's so important to take time to get to know someone before you make that kind of a commitment because. So like both relationships, I like fully support if that's what you want. Sure. But like, again, don't jump into it. Yeah. Because then you'll have those regrets. Make sure you really know someone. Think about other options and possibilities and avenues and whatever ahead of time so you don't have these regrets now yes be proactive and learn from your past regrets so that's the tea that is the tea sips tea were you just gonna say that (laughs) we don't have any tea but we would sip it i heard this we're actually gonna go get starbucks after this so we'll sip the chai tea and the coffee probably yes you're a coffee guy yes i'm a tea Um, gal final segment Food for thought. Yeah. So, I'm vegan. No, I'm just... Sort, sort of. <laughs> no, I'm just... I witnessed her eat vegan today. Yeah. No, so I'm not I'm not actually vegan. So, basically, and Paul actually doesn't know this. This is like a real me telling Paul what's going on in my life. So, have you heard about the UN climate change report? No. I try to stay as far away from politics as I can. Well, it's like, not I, political because it's the UN, so it's like... I mean, it's still political. It's, it's political, but it's... Guys, don't think of me as a person that's not educated because when the time comes, I do educate myself, but I don't like talking he about politics like talk and ruminating because I think it's all a shit show. Anyway. It's very negative. So okay, I'm but this. Okay. This is important because it's all about climate change. So it's not like this divisive, like political party, like country versus country type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. It's the UN, whatever council part of the UN deals with climate change, they compiled like. 6,000 different studies from, like, 92 different scientists from all over the world compiled the data and concluded that we're screwed. Well, yes, I already knew that. So, no. But, like, they, <laughs> like they're, it's, like, we're, like, actually screwed. So, yeah, well, yes. they say... I, yes, I knew that. By 2030... 2030. That's, what, Rain, like, 12 years yeah. from now? By the way, guys... 12 years from now. The Earth's temperature will increase by 1.5 degrees Celsius, and if it increases any more than that, well, that's a lot. We're gonna die. That doesn't sound like a lot, but like from everybody outside of like America, you understand how drastic that is. But for Americans, that's probably like 20 degrees hotter. But, <laughs> but the thing is, if it increases any more than that, animals are gonna die off. Plants are gonna die off. 
we're going to have rising sea levels. We're going to have severe storms, severe flooding, severe drought, famine, all kinds of like crazy shit is going to go down. Post-apocalyptic shit. It's literally going to be a mess. And they say like, it can't, we cannot sustain our environment if it goes any higher than this. So they're saying we need to cut down our fossil fuel emissions in half. We need to half them by 2030. Which is hard because it's that's a lot. And considering that, so Obama had a plan and it was going to cut them by 40% by 2030. We don't have that plan anymore. Trump revoked that plan. Yeah, but we digress. So I'm just saying it's really difficult because people are very stubborn and they don't want to do anything about it. So I'm sorry, guys. If everybody, if anybody argues climate change, like, sorry, there's no evidence. It's literally, this is, this is what, like, it really hit me. It's it's 6,000 different reports. And, you know, like, a scientific study is usually, like, 30 pages long. Yeah. 6,000 of those, of people that have dedicated their lives to studying this, have said, we're screwed. So there's all this other stuff. We need to get onto um, alternative energies by this year, blah, blah, blah. It literally, like, lays out a timeline. And I found that um, meat, uh, like product, meat production and um, dairy production is the highest contributor to global warming and um, greenhouse gas production. I so, totally believe that. And, go ahead. So, I've decided that I'm going to cut down my meat. So, I'm saying I'm not actually vegan because I literally, I did have bacon today. It was more of an accident. I really didn't mean to order it. But well, then she I also had dairy. You also had dairy. I did? Butter. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, but I'm, <laughs> I, like, used to eat meat and, like, have dairy, like, every single day. And, like, I don't do that anymore. Mind you, she's lactose intolerant, too. Well, okay. I don't drink milk. And I haven't <laughs> drank milk in two years. I haven't had dairy milk in two years. I drink almond milk. I not just, because, I not drink, because of, like, environment. Not because of the environment. That was because of my stomach. Me, yeah. The way it makes you feel. Yes. Um, I do have cheese because it doesn't really hurt my stomach. But now, I am, yeah, I digress. I am cutting down significantly. Like, last weekend, I was completely vegan, like, all weekend. My boyfriend and I, um, we did that, and I only had meat, like, two times this week. Are you vegan, like, the strict kind of vegan, like, eggs and, like, honey? No, so, and, like, vegan is, like, this, like, vegan's a strong word. That was more, like, so a click, more clickbait. Veg- vegetarian like, plus dairy? I'm calling myself um, pescatarian. I really want to cut out dairy as much as possible, but, like, there's little things like butter I always forget. It's, like, dairy. I need to, like, remember that. But I don't have it that often anyway. I mean, like, cheese. So I'm, like, mostly going to be, like, pescatarian because I feel like iron is, like, really important in, like, salmon. Pescatarian? Oh, you eat fish. fish. You can eat fish. And I don't even like seafood that much. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't even eat it that much. So it's, like, kind of stupid to call myself a complete vegetarian. Because I, like... I literally eat it, like, maybe once a month, so. And I don't think that, I don't. Wait, so if you say you're a vegetarian, that would fall under everything that you just said. You don't eat fish, and you don't eat Well, but I, I will eat fish, though. I'm gonna eat fish. Okay. I just don't eat it that much. That's why I'm like, I feel like it's, like, kind of pointless to eat. Guys, Katie's just vegetarian, and she's disguising herself as vegan because she wants to be cool and trendy. No. <laughs> and I don't, because just I know kidding. there's, like, a lot of issues with being vegan. But that was more like a clickbaity thing. <laughs> Uh, to get Paul's attention in the podcast notes. Um, yeah, so I'm cutting down significantly on my meat. It's a really easy thing to do. Um, there's a lot of alternatives. Last night I had tofu instead of chicken from the Chinese restaurant. How does your family think about this? Because obviously they make food for you sometimes. 
Yeah, so that's why I can't go full on with it. Um, and I don't want to because I don't know that it's like healthy. I know that you need like iron and stuff. Um, so when like when I come back from my internship, I come back at 8.30 at night. My mom's already made dinner. I'm not going to argue with what she made. I'm going to eat it because I'm freaking well, hungry. But have you expressed? Yeah. Yeah, I said. it to them and like are they also on board? Like, hey, like we'll probably try to do the same thing. I don't think what? that they're on board for themselves. My brother's also 14 and like is he eats like a, he's a vacuum. So like he's going to just eat whatever. But um. For me, they are. They're like, that's cool. That's great. So, um, and they already know that I don't really do much dairy anyway. So, yeah. So, guys, um, it's really important. Do your part. I mean, it doesn't have to be cutting out meat. And and even if you want to try and cut down on meat, it doesn't have to be like you eliminate it. Um, You can just cut down. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm just not having it every single day. Right. But there's other things I you just, can do. I just love that idea just in general. Sort of, like, being more sustainable about mm-hmm. it and being, and like, also, like, I'm big into like animal, like not bit huge into it, but like animal abuse and like how yeah. we eat growth hormones and like how we like meat production. Um, I think I don't really like that, but yeah, I so, don't see myself changing my habits. Yeah, either, but, but I good mean, for you. thanks. I just think that like everyone considering this um report, which you should read it, like it's actually kind of terrifying. But um, Is it three thousand pages long. No, no, no. I mean, you can find like a concise version of it for like the average Joe. Um. But, I mean, just everyone should just try and do something. Even if it seems small. That's the problem is that people won't do things because they're like, oh, it's too small. Like, it's not going to make any effect. But it could. Like, reusable bags at the grocery store. My thing, my thing just in general is, like, sustainability. Because I fully believe that global warming is real. And it is. it's screwing us. So, like, come on, guys. Like It was literally 80 so degrees last week. So, I in other ways. Yeah. Um, but, I just, like. It's, I'm very sustainable. Yeah. Sustainability yeah. conscious. We're getting uh, renewable, stra- not renewable, reusable straws. Yeah. So, we yeah. We yet, but we, we are. Yeah. Little, honest. little things like that. Um, recycle. That's my big thing. Yeah. Like, recycle literally everything. I've everything been trying to get into recycling. That. Like, the piece of paper that you got in the mail today that you don't want is recyclable. Just recycle, recycle it. Yeah. I've been trying to do that. I want to, like, use my own bags at the grocery store. I actually cringe when I have to throw a water bottle into a trash bag. Like I like I convulse. Like I hate You that. can't recycle the cap, right? You have to like I don't know if that's entirely that, that's true what anymore. stresses me out. Um so I always just do it anyway yeah. and then someone like someone which is else. probably really bad because it'll probably cause more emissions or whatever yeah. for them to fix it. But I don't know. Just educate yourself. Do something, even if it seems really small. It's really important. We don't want to die at 2030. I want to have kids, and I don't want to bring them into a world that has drought and famine. And, you know. We're all just going to be living on Mars by then, and then we'll just ruin that planet, too. So, it's fine. Do your part. That's that's about it. Yes, so. please be sustainable. So, food for thought is sustainability, and um, I'm not actually vegan, but I'm trying to be. She's eating differently. That's I, food. Yes. Yes, I'm altering my diet to benefit my planet. So it was both food and thought. It was food and thought, which is why I thought it was such a great fit. So there you go, guys. Cool. All right. Well, that's about that for our Halloween episode. Happy Halloween. Please DM us if you're being anything. Send us a pic. Yeah, we don't know what we're... I don't know what I'm being. Oh, I'm being a hippie. I'm being a hippie. I've come to the age where I don't really have anything to do, and I don't know what I'll be doing, so I'm not thinking about the costume. Yeah. My boyfriend, like... Well, well, I'm still in college, but and he's also still in college, so we're gonna do like the one last hurrah college party situation. So, 
Anyway. Have that time. So, anyways, happy Halloween. Stay spooky. Yes. Uh, eat some candy and. Uh, or don't if you can't, or if you don't like it, but whatever. <laughs> Follow your heart. Do what you want. That's pretty much it. Um, and like and subscribe, even if it's not following your heart to do that. Just do it anyway. Leave us some ratings on your platform. Make sure you're following our Instagram at XY Podcast and email any questions, inquiries, advice, anything you want, memes, gifts. Please send us memes. I love that idea. You like anything. Ooh, yeah, quotes. Send us quotes. Um, our email is xypodcast at yahoo.com. We check it all the time. And with that, have a spooky, spooky Sunday. Goodbye, episode six. See ya.